weiß Bescheid. Welcome to the most forward-thinking, inspirational podcast on the planet. Prepare to reevaluate everything you've been taught. gentlemen welcome back to the mental mastery alliance podcast i have been relatively silent on the trucker convoy in my hometown of ottawa canada i think the reason that i've chosen to be silent on that is i'm uh, no, not gonna say silent because i obviously i had something to say about it <laughs> earlier and still do have something to say about it but i'm sitting here watching this play out i mean i'm one of those skeptics that believes that anyone that can be organized by so much can pull so much together has to be kind of on the take or somehow uh, and how i explained this before was the 10 percent so i do uh, just for fun um i do sports gambling but I only gamble the conspiracies. So when you look at things like Aaron Rodgers, who has the ability to chuck the ball in such precision and then always chokes in the, in the playoffs, 
Um, you look at weird stuff like that. You look at what happened with Lewis Hamilton uh, in the Formula One and how a car at the back end blew it out and this screwed him out of a victory. And you understand that regardless of all sports, every sport, every last sport combined, all the money that they make doesn't come close to what Vegas makes on the games. So when the odds makers are the ones that are actually pulling the strings, it's not hard for them to say in Formula One, for example, throw the game. They can change it on a whim, right? It takes 10% of the crowd or less, 10% of the the players of the game to change the outcome, right? You can be winning like a champion. And if you're as precise as Rogers, for example, it's not going to be that hard to throw it just over his fingertips or to hold on to it just too long and you get sacked, which means 90% of the other guys are, are they don't necessarily, they're not in on it and they're doing their best, but the 10% are better and they can get around things like that. Um, so, when you know that there is a high likelihood of a 10 percentage out there, and this goes to NASA as well, you know, to all of us who love our little space agencies, NASA, the inner workings of anyone that's ever worked at NASA will tell you that, you know, we have our projects and they're pieces of something bigger. We don't really know what the hell's all going on, you know, and whatever it is they're doing over there, they're building stuff and testing stuff and sounding stuff. And anyone that asks any real questions or starts to ask questions, gets into trouble. But there is the 10% that know what's going on over at NASA and the rest are just scientists punching in equations and doing the work that they're supposed to be doing. It's the same with almost anything that you look at. It's this 10% that have some sort of control. Celebrities. Any household name. It's like 10% of the actors. But they are in control of all of it. The Oprah Winfrey's, you know, the Harvey Weinstein's. These guys are in control of all of it. And then, you know, how many things came out about celebrities and all the weird stuff, the Tom Hanks's and all that shit. Celine Dion freaked me out. And then there's some people that agree with it. It's like some celebrities that 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 bought into it, that kind of got a whiff of what it was, and then sometimes they get killed. Like, why are there so many celebrity deaths, right? At such young ages, they just keep dying all over the place. I'm like, oh, that's terrible. Oh, that's that's atrocious. Oh, it must be fame. It must be this. It must be that. Or it must be them breaking a deal. But if you mention that, you're crazy. Now, we got sports, we got NASA, and we got politics. Right? There's 10%. There's these these general puppets that are that are running the show. I mean, if anyone believes that Joe Biden is a real entity that has real emotions and thoughts and is trying to do something positive for the world, what and how? And it's the same with Trudeau. Trudeau is the, the fearless leader of the Canada. And where the hell did he go? Right? It's, it's absolutely absurd. It's absolutely absurd that this guy can just up and disappear. And then we have um, we have the, the leader of the conservatives, Pierre. Not, he's not the leader of the conservatives now. There's no leader. Oh, actually, we have an interim leader. Um, I think the interim leader of the conservatives right now is, um, if I'm not mistaken, Murphy Brown. Um, anyhow, this guy comes up, Pierre Polivare. He steps up and he says, I'm going to be the prime minister. Right? He doesn't say I'm going to be running for the head of the conservatives or anything like that. So that was kind of cons- conspicuous as well. Or in, 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 conspic- in cons- That's some fancy words. I'm not even going to edit that out. That stays in. Pure laziness. <laughs> but you know, what are we supposed to do? I love this guy. When I was a kid, this Pierre fella, 
was he was not much older than me, and he was the he was the the head of my my riding, which is a small little riding south of Ottawa, Rito Carlton. Um, and it, it it's neat. So I've I've been aware of this guy. I've been watching this guy for twenty odd years, and now he's like, I'm going to run the country, and I'm like, you know what? You're probably going to do it. And I've addressed this too, and I've said, you know, we got. We got these guys, and, and and as much as I love the idea of this guy coming in and speaking with precision and speaking concise, he still comes in one wing, the left wing, the right wing. He's a, you know conservative. He's the right wing, um, the right wing of the same bird. So the right and the left wing of the same bird, right? There's nobody out there that can really shift or change the narrative because. Until we actually say to ourselves as a collective, as a people, as as an entity, as a mass, as as a subservient people to the elite ruling class, until we finally say to hell with all you guys, it's just postponing the rest. And so what I've said, too, with regards to Pierre uh, is that I'm happy he's taking over uh, because it will bring back some sort of, especially in Canada, some sort of, um, I want to say chaos free scenario where it's been fucking insane up here for the past 10 years. It's just been gradually getting weirder and weirder and weirder. And we're all just like, I don't know. I don't know what to believe or say or think or do. And the whole country's all in this weird, peculiar, this mess. We're all in a mess. We're in a mess because we can't even remember what we were supposed to argue or point or what side we stand on because the liberals are conservatives and the conservatives are liberal and Doug Ford, who's supposed to be blue, is just as red as anybody that comes. And, you know, this is, I hate political podcasts. I hate talking politics. But this shit's nuts. So he's going to come in and he's probably going to win. Um, and hopefully he wins, you know, unless unless the massive American rigging has really easily rolled into Canada. And, the, and then at three in the morning, you know, the Trudeau spike goes through the roof. <laughs> Ooh, that's not suspicious. I hope this guy wins because what's going to happen is he's going to speak normality into a world that's chaotic. And it's going to be hard to hate this guy, even though our current prime minister has done nothing but spew hate, create division make certain Canadians hate other Canadians and just be an, an absolute albatross around the neck of all of us. But he's been there forever. He's been a talking head forever. And now back to the trucks. The minute the trucks roll in, this guy fucking buggers off. The leader of Canada. You know, I don't really care about his title, about this, about that. You know, who this guy is, this stuttering buffoon is as an individual. I don't care. I don't care what he did in the past. I don't care. Right? So many people want to throw his black face in his face from the past and 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 way back in the day. Like, it's nuts. Right? And we're such a politically t- correct time right now that it's like, we got to hang him for that. I got black friends that dressed up as Clayton Bigsby, that dressed up as, as the KKK. Right? And theoretically, that's kind of the same as doing blackface. Right? So... This is also at a time where people just made jokes. They weren't great jokes. They weren't wise jokes, but they were just jokes that were made in the early 90s, early 2000s, late 90s, early 2000s, whatever, right? And I'm not defending any of them, but I am saying we can't judge the early 2000s with today's standards. Think about married with children if that was on the air right now. Al Bundy making fun of all those fat chicks, right? That shit wouldn't fly. We've got this this cancel culture, which I also think is pretty much made up, 
Uh, it's it's just bots and angry people that have nothing going on in their lives that want to just just what are they trying to do? Are you trying to make the world a better place? Do you, do you go from being like an angry pitchfork person and cancel culture person to like you just like you get home, you take your hat off, you take your jacket off, you're like, oh babe, it was a tough day being righteous today. <laughs> like what the fuck? Anyway. You know, you got to be able to have laugh. You got to be able to laugh at all sides. You got to be able to laugh at all sides. You can't take shit too seriously. You can't let politics divide you, your family. Your, but we're taught to. We're taught to. So now Trudeau is out there doing everything. And I'm, and I'm saying, and that probably confused a few people. And I said, don't hold it against him. Like, fuck that guy, honestly. But why waste your time holding his past against him when this guy is fucking up every single day? Every day. We don't need to dig into your past, bro. What are you doing today? Where are you? Where are you? What are you doing? What the fuck are you doing? Get out from inside the cottage or whatever place you think. I heard rumors that this guy flew into Russia or whatever, and he's just like out of the country. Right? And here's the real rub about this whole trucker thing and about this whole prime minister bullshit. We've got the mayor of Ottawa, Jim Watson. I think that's the mayor of Ottawa. I could be misquoting that guy because... I haven't been there in a long time. I mean, Jim Watson was a mayor of Ottawa, if he isn't still. But at any point, to anyone listening to this, just nod and smile, and I apologize if I made the mistake there. Uh, we have the mayor of Ottawa calling in um, a state of emergency. Because for a couple days now, there's been some trucks parked in the town hall, and people have been protesting, peacefully protesting, barbecues, raising money, raising awareness, out on the streets. Everybody's been super happy about it. Um, but the television will say otherwise. The television, the media will say it's a, we're a bunch of racists collecting racists. And just, you just, if everybody's a racist. If you're not liberal, you're racist, 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 racist. It's absurd. It's absolutely absurd. I'm sick of being called a racist because I don't agree with the CBC. Now, a state of emergency has been called. <laughs> They're trying to get the military to come in. The military's like, I don't know how I feel about that. The tow trucks have already said, I don't know how I feel about pulling these trucks out of here. Because these guys are technically, they're fighting for our freedoms. They're fighting for their freedoms. They're fighting for our freedoms. And you hear anyone that watches the news is like, these guys just don't want to get vaccinated, right? Well, there's a lot of reason not to want to get vaccinated. But most of them are vaccinated. They're fighting because they're, they're protesting because they don't want the vax passed. They don't want to be beeped in with a QR code. They don't want all of these restrictions and restraints. And if we normalize this now, like we're fucked 10 years from now. Absolutely. 100%. Just, just, you might as well just scan your butthole everywhere you go because that's exactly what it comes down to. You know, if we keep leaning this way and then people will be like, no, that's not the truth. You can't do that. Well, come on. What else do you think is going to happen? They're just going to stop here like oh well we've got all these freedoms from them we'll just we'll we'll let it go at this i don't think that's the case and the funny thing too about this is the lip the, the 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 politicians and the people that called the state of emergency against the protesters were upset that for five days they didn't have certain freedoms right the trucks have been out there for five days five six days maybe more maybe a day or two more i think they got there last friday saturday and we're sitting here right now. So yeah, it's definitely more than five days. It's we're like eight days. Good. So we're sitting here now and it's more than eight days. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm lost in my own little world. Ladies and gentlemen, it's been one hell of a, of a, a week. I'm a little bit busy. I'm a little bit tired. I'm a little bit exhausted, but I just want to get on here and I wanted to speak. So this is a bit of a lazy episode. I apologize for that. 
but thank you for bearing with me on this whole thing because I'm, I'm having fun with it. I want to talk about it, but that's that's just it. And a lot of people have asked me, where are you? What are you doing? What are you saying? Why aren't you in Ottawa? What's your opinion on this? Why aren't you helping? Why aren't you waving a flag? Uh, and the truth of the matter is we're just getting started, right? Um, this whole thing, this whole, this whole thing is, is got to change. What comes next is, is a freedom fighter, a free thinker, a light worker that will be able to repair, you know, the damage of what comes next. But this is like five, 10, 15, 20 years from now down the road, because we're going to still be in this thing. So now as I go back to what I was talking about earlier, they've called a state of emergency in because certain freedoms have been removed from the political party, the political heads, the political leaders, the city, the, all that sort of stuff. The funny thing about that is for the past two years, these, these people have been just systematically destroying the middle class and stealing their freedoms and saying, don't go out and don't do this and don't do that. And I read in the national post that it was 0.2% difference from all of the lockdowns. And I still think that this whole thing is just a fear grab fabrication. You know, some people got sick. Sure. But the whole super duper, we're all going to die narrative. That was somebody made that up, right? To steal your rights, to steal your freedoms. And now it's happening. And now it, if it's not part of the, if it's not part of the convoy, if it's not part, if the convoy aren't part of the system, if they're just a real true fringe group, that's like, you know what? We're putting our foot down. Well, that's going to change a few things, obviously. But if they're part of it, then they're leading to something else. And that in and of itself is kind of why I haven't taken a stance one way or the other. And I'm not overtly rah, rah, shish, boom, ball on virtually anything because my whole platform personally is not to be on one side or be on the other side. It's to be on all sides of everything and find out what the fuck is really going on. Because we've got people that can speak in an echo chamber and say, I'm 100% behind Trudeau. Honestly, if you're listening to this show and you are 100% behind Trudeau, info at the Mental Mastery Alliance, reach out to us, send us a text just something. I'd love to talk to you and maybe even put it on air, but you can text us 647-338-1265. You can text us. If you love Trudeau and think that everything he's doing is great, love that he's at the cottage and he's getting some time away, all that good stuff, I want to talk to you. I want to fight with you. I want to talk to you. I want to see why you believe what you believe, and I, I, I'm curious, right? Does that, does that open the airwaves for any lunatic to come through? I'm not implying that if you like Trudeau, you're a lunatic. See how I have to speak and then double speak in 2022. Everybody's looking to attack. I'm not saying you guys are. I'm not saying you guys are. You are an amazing audience, right? And here we come down to it. 99% of you are great, but there's one person out there that wants to get an audio clip of me saying terrible words, right? Like they did with Joe Rogan and they took everything completely out of context. And that's also why I say, and I don't joke about this stuff, when we talk about something that's controversial, I will always add a disclaimer to the podcast. I recommend you do the same thing if you're if you're running a podcast and talking about controversial things. That disclaimer is if you're going to soundbite any part of this podcast, you need to soundbite the whole thing. You cannot take any clip in here out of context and, and broadcast it. I mean, people will, but... When you say that, when you put that in your podcast, it gives you legal recourse. In other words, they sound bite it. They turn it in your turn it around in whatever version that they want to turn it around into. And it's, it, it paints you in a bad light. Well, you know, that's called defamation of character, especially after you've slapped a disclaimer, which even by me explaining the disclaimer to you guys was the disclaimer of this episode. I don't think I have anything to worry about in this episode, but I did say blackface and somebody might get nuts with me with that. 
I didn't say Clayton Bigsby. Man, who knows? There isn't a racist bone in my body. And I think that anyone that wants to paint you racist is a racist themselves. They just, they, I just can't, I can't see how in my world and in my experience, how anyone can just be so filled with hate. Somebody who's trying to make a difference. Somebody who's asking questions. Somebody who's doing anything. They just, I hate you. Like how, who, I understand that we were taught that we've been taught hate since day one, but how can we not see past it? How can we not see past that narrative? So anyway, with regards to how I feel about Trudeau, I mean, the guy's an asshat. The guy can't form a sentence. And speaking of sound bites and sound clips, somebody put together one of him just doing his ums and ahs as a, as a straight answer. And it's like, it's absurd. This guy, this guy can't communicate. So when Pierre released his notice notification on the Twitter, on the Twitters there, um, the guy spoke with clarity and precision. It's like something, it's something that as an American and as a Canadian, we haven't heard in forever. Trump wasn't very precise. He had a lot of, he had a lot of isms. Biden. I'm not sure if Biden speaks. Um, Trudeau has done nothing but make a mockery of, of everything. He's just basically destroyed Canada, its reputation, its appeal, it's finances. This guy's just, he's insane. He's literally insane. And it's not him because you, you take him out and then they just put in the next guy. Right. I know that. And I even feel that about, you know, Pierre, there's just, there's no way around this. It's not, that doesn't mean to say that I'm not excited to have this guy in because he's going to come in. And in the first couple of years, there's going to be a reprieve. There's going to be some changes. There's going to be some semblance of normality because he has to gain back the trust and the faith of the people that don't give a shit anymore. How long will the trucks last? I don't know. Uh, I hope that they get their message across. I know that in Canada, and I do apologize to the rest of the world uh, for not addressing you guys and what you're going through. I just really wanted to get this one out, like I said. Uh, and you're getting informed as to what's going on here because I know a lot of media blackout goes on around there. Like there's so many people that have no clue that we're, we're living in a prison state. Uh, the only, I think the only people that have it worse than us, or at least on par with us is Australia. Uh, my friend, Sherry, uh, we've spoken before. I'll get her back on the podcast as well. Uh, going over a few things and just sort of talking about the, the absolute insanities of both countries who are just, just locked up, you know, and there's a million other countries that we don't know anything about that are doing all sorts of weird stuff too. Uh, and I'd love to hear about them. I'd love to get involved with that and speak on that and share that knowledge with anybody. But I'll tell you, man, as it stands right now, we have a group of people that are fighting for all of us, fighting for our freedoms, fighting for the fact that they can't keep shutting us down. They can't keep taking from us. You know, you're not, I'm not allowed to go to the gym for my health yet throughout the history of anything ever. We've all just dealt with it. You know, at what point do we just throw the QR codes out the window? Alberta and Saskatchewan have done that or are voting on that right now to get rid of it. The UK has done it. And when I look at this, I think to myself as well, there's a likelihood or a possibility that they're going to say, look, we let you guys go and do all this. We let you, we, the elite ruling class, let you, the peasants, get on the subway without a mask on. And now everybody's got the COVID. Now it's all running rampant. Everything's everywhere, right? And in the background, too, not to sound too tinfoil hatty, but in the background, too, they've been slowly turning up 5G. They didn't just flick a switch and it was on. They've been boiling, lobstering us in the 5G network, which is why a lot of you got sick in the first place, because it, it had 
a weird effect on on our immune system. Like I know that when I got sick, I was out for 15 days and it felt like I was attacked. This didn't feel like any cold that I'd ever had before, right? And it wasn't COVID. It was the flu at best, or it was 5G radiation because it, it felt fucking weird. Like my bones hurt. My bones still hurt. You know when you bite into ice cream and you get that like raw nerve type of thing? And then the, the pain actually goes away and then you're just kind of left with that like quiet like throb in your, not your tooth, but like like the bottom of your jaw. <laughs> that stuff still affects me. Like I'm still having that feeling in my jaw. And I looked it up and it's TMJ or whatever it's called. That has all the symptoms I've got, but that only started after I got sick. TMJ, this, this pain in your jaw. Man. If it keeps going, I might have to stop speaking. Oh, boy. I don't think it's going to go that far. But it's just a weird thing. It'd be weird. I'll, I'll just start texting the podcast. <laughs> Wait, if I can't speak into the podcast, it would be funny, though. I'll get one of those uh, speak and spell voices, you know. <laughs> just type the whole thing out. Man, there's always a way to get the information out there. There's always a way to vent. There's always a way to talk. There's always a way to communicate. There's always a way to do something. Or what we don't need to be doing is fighting because that's pointless. So there's no point in fighting with anybody like your best friends and get it there. Love them. I'm in a, I'm in a group chat right now with, with two guys I grew up with. I love these guys. Right. And we don't always see eye to eye, but I'll tell you if anyone attacked either one of those guys, I would be standing right there in full on defense. I don't care where you stand politically. I don't care what you think. And I don't care that you want to get mad at me. I don't care because you've been influenced by something and I've been influenced by something, but neither one of us are actually having any unique thoughts. We're both just regurgitating whatever it was that we chose to allow to influence us. And that's something that a lot of people are not quite grabbing onto just yet. But they will because we don't have much of a choice and because it's going to be forced down everyone's throat soon enough anyway. Waking up is much different than being woke. I'm a woke warrior. Shut up, Chad. This is a coming. This is a change. This is a growth. This is a beautiful thing that's just coming it's just coming it's not here here is the chaos the beauty is coming and that's kind of cool um so i mean again if you guys want to chime in on this if you guys want to get in on it 647-338-1265 send us a text let us know how you feel take a look at the website the mentalmasteryalliance.com uh we have a few more not giveaways but we have a few more things up for sale some cool stuff that we like uh scalar energy uh, magic mushrooms if you're in canada we can have it mailed directly to your door uh for man there's nothing more cool than properly microdosing and reprogramming your mind and brain to sort of see things that are just outside the third dimensions absolutely beautiful so lots of fun uh lots of things going on we are growing we are expanding will i get to ottawa it's possible do I want to be on the ground in Ottawa? Do I want to be involved in the chaos? I know full well that it's not my role to stand there and wave a flag, even though I 100% support. And because I can't be in Ottawa, I can be sitting here and I can be recording and I can be broadcasting to you, to those that aren't aware um, of the convoy. You know, now I'm doing my part in raising awareness. And I was going through the stats the other day. I haven't looked at the stats in a long time of the show, uh, but you guys, you're growing. Oh my God, we're growing in numbers big time. Um, it's it's beautiful. So every last one of you that's out there sharing this show with your friends and talking about us, uh, uh, thank you so much. Because most of this, most of our audience is, is word of mouth. I really don't do any advertising. I just I feel like I don't want to be in people's faces or pushy or anything like that. It's just a weird thing. 
how do you get your message out there if you're not going to advertise? Well, shit, if I do a good job and if I speak a lot, if I've got some good guests on here, if you guys like what I've got to say, you'll hang out with us. Um, and it's been happening. It's been growing. We've been doing good. So, uh, you know, <laughs> if you've got something to say too, man, get out there, podcast, get started. It's amazing. It's so liberating. It's cathartic. It's cathartic to sit here and just enjoy the crap out of yourself talking uh, i love each and every one of you this has been a lot of fun it's been it's i this was supposed to be a 12 minute episode and i brought it up to about 25 30 minutes so uh i will say this then finally ladies and gentlemen in the infamous words of red green keep your stick on the ice thank you for listening to today's mental mastery alliance podcast let the team know you're listening by using the hashtag mma and mental mastery alliance want more motivation be sure to follow online on instagram at mental mastery alliance and on facebook at mental mastery alliance and remember your perception creates your reality make it a great day you got it pontiac